Well, it's been another wild week, which means it's Tina Constant here, back at the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast. So welcome. The show notes, as always, is where you'll find all the waffle and all the links. So we're just going to jump right into this week's story, which is called This Dog Bites. Now, it happened not so long ago and not too far from where you live now. There was an angry old man. Now, this man would pick fights with rainbows. No matter what anyone said, how they said it, when they said it, what they intended, the old man would find a reason to shout and criticize, argue and judge or just start an all-out scrap. Now, this was difficult because this old man owned the land around the village. But he didn't like to do anything that anyone else might find useful, so not only did he not farm it, but he wouldn't let anyone else farm it either. So as you can imagine, he lived alone, far from anyone, and no one dared, or even wanted, to go near him. Now, strictly speaking, the old man didn't live entirely alone, he had an old dog, who, despite the man's fury, aggression and bitterness, stayed with him. The dog watched the old man. He knew him well. He knew what to do to avoid the meanness. So when the old man complained about the rain falling on the windows, the dog sat outside and enjoyed the cool. When the old man swore and bellowed and raged and complained about how the world was against him, the dog sat by the fire and dozed. And when the old man threw and broke things, well, that's when the dog just trotted into town where the children would hug him and cuddle him and play with him. And so the dog managed. Now, sometimes the old man remembered to feed the dog, but most of the time he didn't. But always, the dog went into the fields, hunted, and brought back food. The old man would cook it, occasionally throw the bones on the floor and complain about how tough the meat was. And still, the dog stayed, despite people in the village tempting him with warm beds and hot food. But the dog knew the old man needed someone, so chose not to leave. In the meantime, the village had to travel far and work hard to grow enough food to feed themselves. It was a tough life, and putting up with the old man storming into their homes and shops to shout at them about nothing really didn't help. Now, one particularly rough season, the village got tired of travelling miles to tend their crops, and someone, no one knows who, got the town's boundary maps out, and after much discussion agreed that there was a section of land around the village that didn't belong to the old farmer, and that they were entitled to farm it themselves. As you can imagine, the decision wasn't taken lightly. The folks who lived in this village were peaceful. They didn't want to go looking for a fight. But armed with the maps, they planted their crops and they waited. At first, nothing happened. The old man seemed to ignore it. The crops grew, the crops were harvested, the flour was made, the bread was baked, and the town thought they had found a way to compromise with the old man. But then, the day after the bread was eaten, two old women and three children fell ill 
and a week after, one of the children died. The village was distraught. They searched high and low for a cause. Then someone studied the piece of land they had farmed at the bottom of the farmer's field. Poison. The soil had been poisoned. When they confronted the old man, he, of course, denied everything. He even told them how sorry he was for their loss. But when the villagers left the old man's house, the dog watched as the old man laughed and said, Well, that'll teach them for stealing my land. For a while, everything went quiet in the village. The child was buried, the people travelled far to tend their crops, and the old man spent his days chuckling about how miserable his neighbours were. And the dog waited. He waited until one particular day when the old man's pantry was almost bare. The dog went hunting and caught two rabbits. As always, the farmer skinned them, cooked them, and didn't even throw the bones to the dog. What the old man didn't know was the dog had caught those rabbits on the edge of the poisoned field, and what seeds the villagers hadn't gathered, the rabbits had eaten. It took three whole days for the old man to die, and while that happened, the dog watched. When the old man finally passed, the dog dug a deep hole in the ground where he caught the rabbits. He dragged the old man into it, and he covered it up. Then he went back to the house, settled down, and waited. Now none of the villagers knew what had become of the old man. All they knew was that he wasn't around anymore. He wasn't shouting at them from his fence. He wasn't throwing things at the children. He wasn't swearing at the rain. He's either left or died, they laughed, a little nervously at that. But they were all worried about the dog. So after a time, when they were sure the old man wasn't coming back, they went to the house. It was empty. The dog lay by the cold embers of the long dead fire and wagged his tail when the villagers came inside. Now out of revenge, perhaps, or probably just basic need, the villagers turned the old man's house into an inn for travellers, and his barn was turned into a grain store, and his land was farmed until it was full and rich and lush, and the dog, a permanent resident of the new inn, was well fed and happy. The only thing the people were curious about was how the dog would spend his mornings sitting in the sun watching the end of the field. Oh, it's as if he's waiting for the old man to come back, the people said. Then they'd take their words back in case it was true. What they didn't know was that deep down in the earth, the poison seeds that the old man had eaten sprouted. The roots pushed down and the stem pushed up. And soon the people joined the dog as they watched a tree force its way out of the ground, gnarled and bent and black and ugly. 
The tree grew until the trunk was so wide that it took four people before they could wrap their arms around it. But no matter how big the tree grew, the leaves were always thin and brittle and the fruit on it was always black. The people laughed nervously about how much the tree was like the old man and they stayed away telling the children to never touch the fruit or play near the tree or plant anything in that soil. And it was only then that the dog stopped watching the field. Instead, he lay in the sun. He played with the children. He slept by the fire. He ate from his own bowl. And he was deeply, deeply loved. Well, that's it from the Waffle Freeze Storytelling Podcast today. It's a story about comeuppance. As always, the waffle is down in the show notes. Or drop by www.tinaconstant.com. Come around and say hello. In the meantime, go and hug all the people you love and deliver at least four random acts of kindness today. (laughs) Have a good one and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.